You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 13 minutes after 4 o'clock. In conversation next with Paps Lituku, who is the chairperson of the National Association of Artisanal Miners. So the National Association of Artisanal Miners says the term illegal mining stigmatizes marginalized small-scale artisanal miners in South Africa. The organization says the stigma makes artisanal miners easy targets, while large-scale mining companies get away with not only their version of illegal mining, but environmental labor and social transgressions, minerals and energy Minister Gwede Mandashe yesterday shut down uh, different suggestions on ENCA that Azamazamas be upskilled so that they can work as artisanal miners. Illegal mining has been on the headlines in the past few weeks as rival Zamazama groups have been causing havoc in some communities. We now joined on the line by Paps Lituko, who is the chairperson of the National Association of Artisanal Miners. Paps, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Why shouldn't they be called illegal miners? Uh... Good afternoon, Aldrin, and to your viewers. Yes, uh, the, if you can look at the craft itself, it is practiced uh, in a subsistence form. So we cannot say it is illegal merely because it is practiced by the poor, because it is not only them who are mining. Even the large-scale mines are, 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 are practicing uh, mining themselves. And also, we are very uh, left behind in terms of uh, legalizing this sector. Ghana, since 1989, this sector has been legal since 1989, and it is, it is regulated, and it, is, it contributes to the revenue of the country. Also, even in Zimbabwe, artisanal mining, it is legal. So uh, we cannot play, uh, 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 pride ourselves as, as the country uh, that has the best uh, constitution in the, mm. in the world. And then at the same time, there is also human rights violation happening because of not regulating the sector. Because simply by not regulating the sector, you are inviting and more and more human rights violation into the sector like drug uh, uh, like human human trafficking and also you 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 you, you will have to understand that uh, people who are practicing this sector also there is women involved and those women who are who are practicing this sector they find themselves in a very very uh, tough uh, situation even when they get uh, their rights get violated in, in in that sector, they cannot even report any mm. any of the crime that is being uh, uh, perpetrated against them. Sure, so, sure, but that doesn't answer the question about why why shouldn't they be called illegal miners? Because um, yes. yeah, yes, they should not be called illegal for the fact that uh, they are practicing subsistence mining and. If you can look at our history, so uh, we, uh, uh, subsistence mining was done before even the colonization. So it is just because of the laws. Okay, so are, which law says that um, th- that uh, that they shouldn't be called illegal miners? Illegal mining is not happening only through subsistence form. Okay. Also, illegal mining so, can so, happen so, in large-scale mining. So, so, so you do admit that there is illegal mining, and these people that we are speaking about now, specifically the Zamazamas, are illegal miners? 
Uh, Aldrin, first of all, you have to understand first that uh, the Lord found people practicing survival uh, 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 activities. And if we, we do know the history of our country and also the wrongs of the past, you will understand that black people were excluded in any uh, uh, form of economic activity. Mm. So we were, we, we were excluded because of the, of, of the wrong laws that, uh, that came with apartheid. So on the transition to democracy, uh, artisanal mining was left out, of which it was uh, wrong to do that. They, they were supposed to, 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 to also integrate uh, artisanal mining, of which is mostly practiced by African people. Okay. It was supposed to be integrated so, also into the law. So in the absence of that law, that activity is illegal? In, in the absence of the law, my, 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 my point is, is that the law found people practicing uh, artisanal mining yeah. as much as you can. So my argument is, Pops, that you could argue for the decriminalization and also formalization of artisanal mm. mining in the country, but also at the sa- in the same breath accept that what is happening is an illegal activity. So okay, that's why you want... Yeah? Let me give you an example of uh, Kimbali. If you know Kimbali, mm, uh, mm. Uh, uh, Aldrin, uh, most of the people in Kimbali, they are surviving through artisanal mining. And in 2017, uh, the government, the minister, uh, Olifant, by the deputy minister of DMRE, went to Kimbali and uh, gave a community in, in Kimbali an, a, a, a permit Yes. An artisanal mining permit you to see? mine. So but the permit. It cannot. Yes, let me finish. It, it wouldn't have been like that if there were no people practicing it. So, for the fact that there were people who were practicing it, then they were they were given permits so that they can do it in a legal so we, manner. Which le- exactly. So, in the absence of that permit, what is happening is illegal. Yes, according okay. to our SA constitution. Okay. What do you think should happen now? What was supposed to happen since uh, large-scale mining is no longer feasible? As you, can, as you, you, you can also attest that for the past 20 years, uh, this large-scale mining has been uh, leaving South Africa. And they left. When they leave, they leave uh, 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 this uh, mine shaft abandoned and derelict. As we know that we do have a problem of 6,000 derelict and abandoned mine in South Africa. So what was supposed to happen was a just transition from large scale to small mm. and artisanal scale mining. Yeah, I was actually and speaking to somebody yesterday, um, Pops, um, who also spoke to the argument that you're putting forward around why it's important to formalize and legalize legalize the industry. And one of the former Zamazama said that they make up to 100,000 uh, within a week. That is as an individual, meaning that there is an actual oh. demand for what is being excavated from, um, from these abandoned mines. And there is also the money to pay for it. Right. So how then do we get to a part where we can say now we can formalize, but with that formalization as well, how do you deal with the occupational health issues? 
Yes. Remember, when you are saying formalizing, you would we, we you are considering all of these uh, 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 protocols. Health and safety protocol will be adhered to. Environmental uh, uh, laws will be adhered to, and other laws that are uh, 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 involved in, in in mining. So, by mean by, by, by us saying the sector needs to be decriminalized and formalized, we mean. People can no longer operate on the dark. They must give a people a choice of, of coming to light and adhere to all uh, the, the health and safety protocols and also environmental protocols uh, on their operation. So it will, it, 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 will, it will also play a good role and also protect, we protect the illicit flow of minerals and finance out of our country. And also it will be keeping the human rights violations that are happening, that are coming with uh, unregulated sector. Thank you so much for your time. Pops Lutoko is the chairperson of the National Association of Artisanal Miners.